Hello baseball fans, welcome back to another edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, right back here in the booth with my good buddy, brother, and co-host, Ben Schultz. He's here live from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. We're live here from Red Wing, Minnesota, just on the other side of the border. And Ben, we have a treat for us in store today. It is game number two of the ALCS between the uh, Red Hornets and the Super Duper Fishes. Uh, we will get into the uh, ins and outs and nitty-gritty of this uh, game and of this series. But first things first, how are you, sir? And uh, what are your thoughts about um, what we could see here today? I'm doing pretty well. And uh, thoughts, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm leaning towards, this is the same matchup we had before um, and at the same venue, but we are, quote, at the Fishes. And in the ALCS game number two here. And I'm thinking unless left field has a major improvement from the Blue Jays, we may mm -hmm. see more of the same of game one. But as Wrench Wilder says, only time will tell. So <laughs> I am eager to get into those details. But uh, speaking of details, Mike, um, who is starting off for the pitcher's duel? We had a little conversation about that last game. Yeah, absolutely. So for the pitcher's duel, um, so Randy Johnson went in game one, started that game, and uh, threw a complete game shutout, I believe, if uh, memory serves me correctly. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so he went the distance uh, for the game today. Surprise, surprise, it will be Derek McCattery going against Sally Dobbs. So McCattery for the second outing in a row gets the start. They are turning to their um, predispositioned ace of the staff um, as far as experience going into the postseason from the regular season. Got roughed up in game one there, Ben, but looking to turn the ship around in game two. It's a do-or-die situation for the Fishes here today, this evening. Uh, if they win, they extend the series. If they lose, they go home in a sweep after sweeping themselves, the Cleveland Indians, to get to this point. Uh, Hornets are riding high, Ben, and uh, everybody is feeling pretty dang good, with the exception of... Randy Johnson not doing so hot in the fielding department and not so much in the running. And, of course, Ronnie Dobbs is just not happy to play on the same team as his sister, but he'll deal with it as he always does. <laughs> That's all the notes for the Hornets. And then for the Fishes, everybody looks pretty good. Look out for, who was it over here? Somebody was feeling decent in the hitting department. There it is. So Isaac Drummond, a couple pluses on hitting, couple pluses on fielding. He looked really good in warm-ups this evening before the game. Everybody else status quo. But uh, I'm ready to jump into the lineups here, if you are, sir, um, unless you have questions first. No, I'm ready to jump right into it, and uh, per our usual gig, um, I'll start it off with our guest team, uh, the Red Hornets, and you can fire it home with the Super Duper Fishes lineup. All right, sounds good. Without further ado, take it away for the first half of the lineups, Ben. All righty, so let's get into here. Uh, batting first in the Red Hornets lineup, shortstop Reese Worthington. Batting second, playing left field today, is Pete Wheeler. Batting third, playing third base, is Chipper Jones. Batting fourth, manning right field, is Jose Conseco. Batting fifth, Kenny the Blur Lofton, manning center field. Batting sixth and on first base is Randy Johnson. Batting 7th in the catching spot is Tony Delvecchio. Batting 8th on the pitcher's mound today and starting on their mound is Sally Dobbs. And rounding out the order, batting ninth on second base, Ronnie Dobbs. 
All right, thank you, Ben. That's the uh, Hornets lineup for the road. We go to the home Super Duper Fishes in the Do or Die game number two. Leading it off playing center field tonight is uh, Chucky Flinder. Batting second and pitching for the second game in a row is Derek McCattery. In the third slot over at short is Timmy Unger. Batting fourth and behind the plate today is Alexis Weiss. Batting fifth and over in left field again is Annie Frazier. Look for a more tidy fielding game from her. Batting sixth and in first at first base is Isaac Drummond. Batting seventh and over in right field opposite side is, is uh, Diana Hayes. Batting eighth and playing third base will be Caitlin Kane. And rounding out the order, manning second, batting ninth is Brad Bender. Those are your news and notes and lineups for the Fishes and the Hornets. Game number two of the ALCS live from Big City Stadium. Here we go. Must win for the Fishes. McCattery's got to pitch the game of his life. The defense has to be sharp. And for the Hornets, business as usual, let's play some baseball. Who wins? Who dies? Who plays in the World Series? I guess who wins, who goes home and plays golf, and then who plays in the World Series. Yeah, there's, so here there's, is. There's, nobody dies. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Just <laughs> the hopes and dreams of playoff extension would just fall to pieces. But we're not going to go and get into ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> Reese Worthington leads it off, fouls off the first pitch. We are underway. McCattery throws a curveball for ball one. Beautiful evening here. A 6 0. Excuse me, 6-10 first pitch central time here in the evening. This one's popped up between first and right field, and that will get down for a hit in the Bermuda Triangle of No Man's Land. Reese Worthington uh, gets by the right fielder, Ben. So what did we say about decent fielding to start? Nothing doing there. Worthington chugging hard into third base, and he will stay there with a single and a two-base advancement on fielding indifference. Yikes. Uh, My. Poor, poor Diana Hayes could not make heads or tails of that, and uh, not quite sure why. Maybe the sun was in her eyes? Probably so. I would have I would have behaved the same way had the sun been in my eyes, so I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But uh, unfortunately for the Blue Jays, uh, Wheeler's got a good set of legs under him, as always, and a runner on third. Worthington flying high after that. Speaking of flying, there is her foul ball for the 1-1 count. Ben, you said Blue Jays there. I think you might have meant the Fishes. We axed the Blue Jays in the um, first round of the playoffs. That's right. I, I'm i sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's been a long week. It's been a long, busy week for, for, all, for all of us here at the uh, in the booth, in the office, etc. But uh, it's all good. 1-2 count here to Wheeler. Swung on, and he doinks this one toward the pitcher, who runs over to get it and makes the catch for out number one. So a good play there. Worthington stays at third, and here is Chipper Jones batting lefty on lefty to start. 363 average, Ben, and he's starting to come around here in the postseason. Definitely so. He's picked it up a lot, um, and it's exciting to see him progress further in the postseason as well. He was responsible for some good plays and some solid numbers on the board a couple games ago, and we're excited to see that roll forward. And speaking of rolling, this one will be in foul ter territory uh, for strike number one. So one and one, one on and one out. And Derek McCattery with the 1-0th pitch. This will hit the first baseman's shoe tops. He fires home to defend. And oh, wow. Reese Worthington is tagged out. Excellent heads-up play. Great, great stuff there from who's on first base. And no, oh yeah, Isaac Drummond. <laughs> Those pluses yes. on his fielding are definitely paying, paving the way for his success here as he 
monster bombs out. Um, uh, Reese Worthington here. Uh, speaking of bombs, Michael, Jose Canseco is at the plate, and uh, if his game last time is anything to go off of, the fishes have something to fear here. As he clobbers this one to right of center field, back goes the center fielder at the track, at the wall, and he's done it again, Ben. The man who has no restraints in his offensive game, opposite field swat, and a two-run home run for Canseco. Two more RBIs, 417 to the end of right center field over the wall, and that ball is gone, and the fishes are down too early again. Jose Canseco, ladies and gentlemen, Take a seat, he'll be here all week. Absolutely, and all postseason should the Hornets have anything to say about this. This is Doynton to No Man's Land. Center fielder grabs, uh, dives, and misses, actually, and Lofton will stay planted on first base. Good decision by him. Uh, Randy Johnson will pick up the bat now, and he is up. Two away, one on. Hornets lead it over the Fishes 2-0, and Johnson will whack this one foul. Before and that we get is a too broken much window there, Ben. Fantastic. I'm just going to mention before we get too much into the weeds, we'll do a recap, uh, but uh, it is now old news here. Seven for the postseason. And, ooh, second baseman snags this one out of the air for out number three. So, Mike, we are into the bottom of the first inning, and the Fishes have a chance, uh, their first chance, mercifully, to gain some traction. And gain some traction they need to early. Yes, they are down quickly 2-0, thanks to Jose Canseco's moon bomb to right field. And uh, Sally Dobbs gets uh, Chucky Flinders swinging and missing for strike one. Underway for her pitching evening so far. A swing and a pop-up into no man's land towards second. There goes Ronnie Dobbs, and he recovers and makes the catch. So a good defensive play there. Over the shoulder, got a little bit disoriented with the uh, late evening sun. But uh, recovers nicely and one away for Derek McCattery, pitcher against pitcher. This ball is grounded sharply oh, off of Shipper Jones and picked up by Dobbs. Fields and throws the first for out number two. So a good play there. Shipper tried to field that uh, sharp spinning ball toward third. He kind of body blocked it toward his pitcher. She fielded did Dobbs and uh, throws the runner out at first. So quickly two away on two on uh, three pitches here as Dobbs now goes after this one in shallow right field. And it gets by everybody going toward the wall. Lofton tries to cut it off and cannot. All the way to the fence it goes, and some confusion there. He fires back and throws in towards second base. That is over to Worthington, and the runner will be safe at third with a triple. So Dobbs could not make the defensive play, didn't have the legs or the arms, arm length, and so runner on third in scoring position for Alexis Weiss here, Ben. Exciting wow. stuff, absolutely, for the Fishes. This one's cranked foul for Steerike 1. Uh, Weiss feeling pretty good today, although her zero average for the postseason may say otherwise for the big picture. We'll see if she can turn that around here. She looks at ball one. Two away, one on. Uh, Hornets still lead over the Fishes 2-0, but it might not last for long as there is a runner in scoring position. Okay. Swing and a foul ball, strike two. And to his credit there, um... To be fair, Ronnie Dobbs couldn't do anything with that play before, but as this ball gets swung on and missed, a fastball down in the way and a strikeout for Dobbs, and she gets out of the jam. We go to the top of the second bed. Hornets lead it 2-0. McCattery back to work, and Tony Delvecchio leading it off. Swung on and this is hit into right field on a hop to the right fielder. Fields it, throws over to first, and 
on a hop to the first baseman and outfield assist for one away. Good play there. Another sharp play by the right fielder, Diana Hayes. So now, here is Sally Dobbs. Swings and cranks this one foul. An 888 average. Very, very high for her thus far. As she has been getting it done on the mound and at the plate, both. Fouled off two straight times. This one toward the booth here, but not high enough for us to catch. We do always bring our gloves here to the ballpark, as we always do, Ben, just in case anything gets interesting. Yeah, we have the uh, convertible top down tonight. It's such a gorgeous evening here. This one's popped up, shallow left, and Dobbs will be very quickly caught out. Ronnie Dobbs hops to the plate now. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be ready for those errant foul balls. If they're high enough, uh, they may actually doink into the booth. Because uh, we got that top down. So this one will roll past the shortstop here. And Dobbs is on his horse to first. Um, thrown out, though. And good, tidy defense from the fishes, Mike. And Frazier's got a lot to ride on here as the momentum carries us into the bottom of inning number two. Absolutely. So Dobbs digs back in. seven, Eight pitches. One strikeout, no walks, allowed a triple, but uh, no runs in that first inning. Facing Frazier, who's got a 444 average, but has been lacking in the field. This one is cranked foul, and a broken window again. Number two for the day here, and another call to the boys and girls of Anderson, Windows of Colorado, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. So what are we up to now, good sir? Two for the game, eight for the postseason. One is dribbled toward Dobbs. She fields it with the infield in, flips the first to Johnson, and quickly one away. Isaac Drummond now at the plate with infield and outfield back at normal depth. Swung on this is tagged toward Worthington. He will field it on a hop, fall down, get up, throw to first, and Johnson makes the play two away. Good recovery there by the shortstop Worthington to get that out. Two away here for the aforementioned defensive stalwart for the evening in right field, Diana Hayes. As she swings on the first pitch, Ben Fish is being very aggressive here to start this game. It'll be a foot race to the bag as thrown over to Johnson. That makes the out, so three up, three down, three ground outs, easy peasy. We go to the top of the third, Ben. Two nothing Hornets still lead. McCattery back to work. Had a nice clean inning in the last inning, number two. That one is fouled off, and another broken window, and we're quickly up to three for the day and nine for the postseason. Gunning for double digits by the end of the game, we will see what we get to uh, as time goes on. But that's number three, and another call to Anderson Windows of Colorado, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Wellington one for one with a triple and a run scored. Go ahead there, Ben. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say see them for all your... Window replacement needs being in-home, broadcast booth, or otherwise. And Worthington will find his way to the bag as uh, there's a little confusion in front of home plate. And uh, he is safe there. Ushering in Pete Wheeler, 500 average today. We'll see what he's got up his sleeve here as McCattery delivers. And this one is whacked into foul territory for strike one. Now, McCattery so, needs to be on his pitching game more than ever, especially with uh, Chipper Jones and then Jose Canseco coming up next. 
Um, if the ball leaves the bat like this one has, oh my goodness, I missed out on this. Pete Wheeler cranks this one just above the wall in right field. It's a two-run home run. So out of nowhere, Wheeler chugging home with Worthington. How did this turn into this kind of game, Mike? That's crazy cool. Well, I mean, the Conseco home run, nobody was surprised about that because he's on fire and, and nothing can be stopped. It's like it's like a hot knife through butter. But um, or the, or Wheeler, excuse me, jumps on a pitch that he can handle, a hanging curveball, just rips that one over the right field wall. Outfield playing deep, infield playing deep, going back, and cannot make the catch is the shortstop there, Timmy Unger, <clears throat> as now Chipper Jones safe at first on the play. And now Canseco back at the plate again. Ben looking for home run bid number two. And McCattery is quickly now down, double down, four runs instead of two. He left the pitch hanging and Wheeler did not miss. He's no, got some pretty no, sharp line drive capability. As, he oh goodness gracious. Canseco skyballs this one high. And... It has caught. Chipper Jones is going to be safe. He runs over towards second base. The throw in towards second base as he reconnoiters. That was a double play set up easy peasy and just an errant throw by the pitcher McCattery. Excuse me, by the first baseman to the pitcher covering first. And uh, Chipper Jones now sitting at second base. The inning is extended further. So no double play to get the two outs. We're stuck at one and here is Kenny Lofton. He corks this one high to right center field. Center fielder going back to get it and cannot make the catch. Chipper Jones on his horse going to third. Lofton will stay put at first. Runners will be at the corners, one away, and this is an unfortunate series of events here. But with Randy Johnson up, we would love to get a double play here somehow, but it's hard to do with Lofton at first. McCattery is just frustrated as I'll get out with giving up that home run by himself to Wheeler and then the defense not picking him up to get more outs here in the inning so frustration all around here for the fish has been as we mentioned in the pregame not what they're looking for as far as a as a, as a way to start out the game today no and I, I agree too uh McCattery definitely has a lot of his uh holes in his chain mail Showing right now as Randy will jog to the base and gets it. So base bases are loaded here for Tony Delvecchio. And uh, never a better picture for the D-man himself. As this one will come towards the outside corner. He'll get a swing on it and get into the outfield. So at least a single here. Uh, the throw into second is not in time. Kenny Lofton sneaks into his home, and we have a 6 nothing ball game. Hornets over the Fishes, and they are running away with the entire game here. And Alexis Weiss will relieve McCattery here on the mound with Sally Dobbs at home plate. One away, two on in the top of the third inning, and Dobbs will swing and a miss. Foul ball, strike one. Or not a miss, I'm sorry. <laughs> Swing and corks it. It looked like a miss, though. Just caught a little bit of that stitching there on the cowhide. Low and outside ball one. Two runners aboard here. And a two-run single there by Del Vecchio. Ben, this game is blown open to this point. Two-run surprise homer by Pete Wheeler. A two-run single up the middle by Del Vecchio. 
Hornets lead 6-0 and the Fishes are in deeper holes than they would like to be. And the count is now three balls and a strike to Sally Dobbs. In your real-world sports news today, uh, Phil Nicholson at the age of 50. Phil the thrill, lefty, the man, the myth, the legend himself. As another foul ball comes in, we're up to 10-4 the postseason and three for the game. Another call to Anderson Windows of Colorado, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Check them out for all your in-home window and broadcast booth replacement needs. Um, Phil Nicholson at the age of 50 wins the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island in South Carolina, becoming the oldest major winner in PGA Tour and golf history. Wow. PGA Tour history, at least. So congrats to Phil. The Big 5-0 winning his sixth major championship of his illustrious Hall of Fame career. Now back to reality here as Sally Dobbs pops this one into center field. Over to get it is a fielder. He fields, throws back to second, and Randy Johnson has doubled off at second. A double play and a huge break for the Fishers there as they get out of the jam and staunch the bleeding. It is a 6 nothing score. And we go to the bottom of the third now. Caitlin Kane, third baseman, leading off against Sally Dobbs. Swing and a miss strike one, but Ben, do you think that double play is going to be enough? to try and propel the Fisher to some kind of a comeback here in the second half of this game. It has to. It definitely stopped further damage from being done by the Hornets, and I can only imagine the relief on the face of the manager and all the players on the Fish's side to get out of that inning without more bleeding. Caitlin Kane will swing through strike three. We are one away, and Brad Bender is now at the plate. Um, and I had to uh, chuckle a little bit. Uh, this poor center fielder, Chucky Flinder, has had a couple of just major, a little bit of mishap there with catching fly balls, and he finally managed to nab one when it made the most sense, and when he was most needed, he appeared. So good on him. Congrats, Flinder, for actually making a good play. We know you're trying out there, and uh, we definitely see your efforts here. Speaking of efforts, this one is shallow center field and a uh, little confusion there. And uh, the first baseman will find himself safe. So interesting stuff here as Derek McCattery, now manning the catching position here, is at the plate. He will doink this one towards shallow right. Ronnie Dobbs can't run it down. Jose Canseco's got a cover for him. That's at least a single. They should have stayed there because here comes the throw to second and Worthington teeths the ball. This one goes back to Sally Dobbs and Mike. Runners are now at the corners for Timmy Unger. They've got a chance. Oh boy. They've got a chance indeed. they got to make something happen right here and now. We'll see what develops here. This ball is popped up. Not an easy play for Worthington. Back to the infield, going back to get it, and cannot make the catch. One run will score. There is confusion in the outfield. Wheeler throws in towards second. The ball gets away over to Randy Johnson. And now there are two runners going to third base, and Ben, I have no idea what's happening right here. <laughs> One of them's going to turn back or leave. One, oh, my gosh. All right, so the... Th oh, wow. Okay, they go back to second and third. Wow, Goodness so... gracious. Somebody just didn't get the memo to leave. <laughs> second base. <laughs> My goodness, they had two people trucking along side by side to get to the next base, and Alexis Weiss bats with runners at second and third. A screaming line drive into dead center field off of the diving uh, Kenny Lofton there. One run will score. Here comes another. Dobbs winds and fires in toward home. 
The run will score. Sally Dobbs picks it up. No, she doesn't. Falls down. Two runs have scored. It is a two-run double for Weiss. And Ben, the lead is now all of a sudden cut in half as the ball gets away. The throw goes over in toward third. She slides. Shipper Jones applies the tag and safe. No, excuse me. Out. Oh my goodness, what just happened here in the last 10 <laughs> seconds? Two runs score, but the runner is caught out at third trying to stretch her luck. And it is 6-3 now. Fishes down by half of what they started with. We go to the top of the fourth, and we collectively catch our breath here in the booth. Yes, Ronnie Dobbs swings and fouls for strike one. Alexis Weiss back to work. Wow. So, you were saying, Ben, trying to get back in it, and they got three runs so far. They, Halfway home. They did. They definitely did. So good on them. Uh, unfortunately, they got a little too antsy at second base, but uh, good on the fishes for making a dent in the armor of the Hornets. That's got to go far with their resolve here. And this one will find its way outside for ball one against Ronnie Dobbs. One and two, the count. Six, three Hornets over the fishes. We're in the top of the fourth inning. And speaking of places to be... So the perfect place to remind you guys, if you are thinking about launching your own podcast and having that hosted, look no further than redcircle.com. They are a fantastic hosting service for you. They'll allow you to launch as many podcasts as you can, and they'll also allow you to connect with advertisers to um, eventually make some profit on your listenership. Ronnie Dobbs will be tagged out at second, so one away for Reese Worthington here. If you want to find us on the podcaster verse um, you can look us up wherever you find your episodes uh, we are on so many platforms here just fetch um, throwback sports productions and uh, we'll show right in your feed so Worthington's got his work cut out for him but uh, not too much now only one away this will be one and one the count low and outside just so Weiss making uh, good use of her position here on the mound, Mike, as uh, she replaced McCattery, and the ball game has slowed down a little bit. It has a little bit here, as this one is lifted toward uh, shortstop second base. Second base makes the play. There's two outs now, and nobody aboard for Wheeler, who homered in his last at bat. Uh, just a quick uh, add note to the, um, the news of Phil Nicholson winning the PGA Championship just a little bit ago. He, has, he is the oldest person to win a major in golf history so even older than old tom morris from back in days of yore um so phil nicholson at the age of 50 becomes the oldest player ever to win a major championship golfing event congratulations fantastic. to him fantastic well congrats to the guy it's hard to pull out a, a win like that especially at his age for that kind of stuff so good on him for keeping strong and staying in the game long Speaking of trying to stay in the game here, Ben, we're in the bottom of the fourth. Officials are trying to stay in this one. Down 6-3 with Frazier at the plate. Dobbs giving up three runs in the previous inning of the third. And we'll see what the Fishes can do going forward as they need to compile a few more runs here. This ball is chopped lazily in front of the plate. Delvecchio Fields throws to first and out number one, so a good play there. Fishes need to get runners on base. Isaac Drummond now at the plate, 0 for 1. But still feeling good. Swing and a miss there. So Ben Dobbs still isn't really that shaken from the ordeal in the third inning. Kind of frustrated a little bit with what happened there, but nothing you can do on a screaming line drive, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and the way Lofton hammered his hooves down on the field to catch up to that is pretty a pretty good spectacle there. 
Uh, Drummond will swing through strike three, ushering in Diana Hayes. Two away, and uh, she's definitely got her work cut out for her as Dobbs will deliver this one. Inside, gets her swinging. This one will doink off the bat towards short. Worthington over to get it, snags it out of the air like rehearsal, and we are quickly up and down through four innings. We're at the top of the fifth now, and Chipper Jones from the Hornets will lead it off in style, manning third base today. And he will easily whack this one. Unfortunately, um, Weiss will snag that one out of the air for out one. And Canseco, for the first time in a long time this game, has nobody to play with from his correct. vantage point at home plate. You are correct, sir. Nobody on base, one away. Two-run homer to lead off his day. And then a pop-out, which almost turned into a double play. <laughs> and now the base is empty. Trying to add to his collection of RBI home run slugging percentage lore for this postseason. And takes a steerike on the bottom left-hand corner. Strike one. Weiss, 20 pitches now. Going for number 21 here. 6-3 ball game. The Hornets still lead. Pitch. Swung on and... Spatooned foul and another broken window <laughs> and another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Also Minnesota, also Wisconsin. Number four on the day and what are we up to now? Eleven? Um, actually five for the day and eleven. Total. Oh, excuse me, five. Yes. My mistake. No, you're fine. You're like a lot happened in this game, man. No worries. <laughs> too much to keep track of here. Too too much busted glass, but uh, it'll all get fixed. We've got our folks on the case and. Uh, We'll get everything out rectified shortly, no worries. But now, a 3-2 full count pitch to Canseco is fouled again, and another broken window. Oh my goodness. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. We're up to six, and now 12 for the postseason. The pitch again. Swung on, and this is beaten high to center field. Back goes the center fielder. This won't clear the fence, though. It will clear, oh, just over his glove top and up against the base of the wall. Canseco charging hard to second base. He's got a stand-up double to the deepest part of the ballpark. So two for three now. A home run, a double. And two RBIs. Continuing his on-base percentage. So one out here for Kenny Lofton. Two for two. He's got a sharp single. <clears throat> two singles, in fact, today. And looking for more. Nothing wrong with insurance runs, as you well know, Ben. They'll take anything they can get here. I'm going to close out this series in sweeping style, sweeping fashion. Try and get a two-game series sweep for the second series in a row. This one is grounded sharply past the mound, just past the second baseman. He fields wheels back in toward home to keep the runner at bay. And it gets by the catcher and out of play. The run will score on an errant throw. And it is a 7-3 ball game. Another run crosses the plate for the Hornets. And they now lead it by four again, Ben with uh, Lofton advancing to second on the uh, misplay. And now Randy Johnson at the plate, and Alexis Weiss is just shocked, and Derek McCattery is shaking his head over there. Yeah, tough stuff for the Fishes here. Um, they had a good thing running uh, with their 2-3 run escapade there earlier in the game, and they just could not duplicate it. Uh, something they can duplicate, however, is quick throws to first as Randy Johnson is thrown out. Uh, Del Vecchio is at the plate now with two away, one on second. And that'd be Kenny the Blur Lofton. 
Yeah, it's unfortunate that the uh, fishes haven't been able to gain more traction here. It was good. It was a good run, but uh, they they couldn't figure their way out of that corner. Uh, speaking of corners, runners are at both. Lofton third, Del Vecchio first, Dobbs Sally at the plate now with two away, and Lofton in a dangerous scoring position here. Indeed. Runners at the corners, you gotta get them out here. Stop any further runs from coming in and give your team a chance to try and do something with the offense. Because they are running out of time here. This one is laced back up the middle and right into the glove of the second baseman. So out there. Brad Bender makes the catch there. So now we go around to the bottom of the fifth. Caitlin Kane, third baseman. 0 for 1 with a strikeout, swings and misses. Sally Dobbs, 28 pitches, 3 strikeouts through 4 innings. So very efficient on the pitch count. But has given up 3 runs. That was back in the 3rd. And just a bit high for ball 1. 1 ball, 1 strike. Infield and outfield at normal depth. 7-3 lead, 4 run cushion for the Hornets. This ball is hit towards Chipper Jones at 3rd. It goes off of him and into the glove of Sally Dobbs. Ooh. So another body block play by the 3rd baseman Jones. And into the glove of Dobbs, another good play there. Those two seem to be in sync for this afternoon evening game. As Brad Bender swings and fouls this one off the hands. Dobbs smiles mischievously as this ball is dribbled past the mound. Chipper Jones fields, fires over to first for out number two. Good play. He was ready for that one, Ben. Just like rehearsal, gentlemen. Just like rehearsal. Uh, yeah, th they've been definitely, uh, Dobbs and Jones have definitely been surfing the same wavelength here, and it's definitely apparent. Um, as you said, Mike, 7-3 uh, ball game. Chucky Flinder now will swing. And Dobbs a second pitch to him. Tony DeVecchio can't gun it down, or run it down actually, but he does gun it down. Uh, flips to first, and Johnson will take a bow. <laughs> as uh, he ushers in the next inning. So we're at the top of the sixth now. Three up, three down against uh, against uh, against our boys and girls. And uh, Ronnie Dobbs will whack this one towards shallow right on a hop. And it is fielded. Uh, contemplates life, throws the first, and Dobbs will find himself safe on first. In a good wow. scoring or in a good uh, advancement position here, uh, Reese Worthington, two for three today. One triple, one single. Let's see if he can go for the cycle here, or at least get more legs towards that goal. This is bunted foul and away strike one. Alexis Weiss definitely not backing down now. This one a curveball outside, foul ball strike two. And so far, Mike, uh, the Fishes have not pulled in a third pitcher as of yet. Weiss looking pretty okay this deep in the game. Yes, she is so far. This one has hit to shallow infield. The throw over towards second is not in time to get Dobbs, so that works as well as a bunt. Worthington on first, Ronnie Dobbs at second. And now strolling to the plate is Pete Wheeler, who homered in his previous at-bat. Looking to cause more damage. Ball one low. Uncorked a two-run homer before, but nothing since. 
helped get things toward a 6-3 affair. It was 4-0 at that point, and then became 6-0 on the two-run RBI single, two RBI single by Tony Del Vecchio. Two balls, no strikes here to Wheeler. He swings and he destroys this ball to center field. Back goes the center fielder toward the wall. This is going to be over his head and off the base of the wall. One run will score for sure. That'll be Ronnie Dobbs. Another one coming home. That's going to be Pete Wheeler. Excuse me, Reese Worthington. You got two guys chugging toward third and three guys chugging toward home. Run on will score. Two run score. Reese Worthington scores. That's run number two. Wheeler stays put at third. Two for four and uh, four RBIs for him. He has out RBI'd Jose Canseco to this point in the game, Ben. That's not <laughs> something that most people get to say ever. No, definitely not. And he's. Should be proud of that accomplishment here as Jones will chop this one down the line and just barely foul, but not before Pete Wheeler finds his way home, making it 10-3 Hornets here in the top of the sixth inning. So the Hornets definitely are taking every opportunity to capitalize on their position and pad their run advantage here and taking every opportunity to swing, swing, swing at anything that crosses the plate good on them for keeping the hustle up because this is their last chance to do any damage in normal regulation. Fish is still trail three to ten. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> As opposed to abnormal regulation. Yes, and, and you, you know us. Uh, we definitely have abnormal regulation here too. <laughs> yes, indeed. Strange things have happened. We've had some Twilight Zone moments here for sure. Absolutely. In games, in times and seasons past. But Chipper Jones uh, has Alexis Weiss in the twilight zone. It's three balls, two strikes, nobody on, and nobody out. 10-3 Hornets now, and he will work a walk as the uh, outfield was playing deep, and they should play even deeper for this man. Jose Canseco looking to go three for four. He would love an opportunity to slam another home run into the stratosphere. And he's ready and waiting to cap off an unbelievable start to the postseason. And continue that run. The pitch from Weiss. This ball is absolutely murdered to left field. And way out and foul. And another broken window. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Holy heckers, Ben. Did he get a hold of that one? Everything and then some. He just swung through his center of mass. Hit the sweet spot. And then cranked that ball way, way towards left field. Um, thank God it was foul, because you were not seeing that one again <laughs> if it were in fair, ter fair territory. Um, and I was thinking before, the um, uh, right fielder Diana Hayes and uh, left fielder Ann Frazier would probably like to play outside of the field for Mr. Canseco here. Uh, Jones, I believe that is him, uh, will be thrown out at second. And... Um, Canseco will find himself safe at first. One away for Lofton. Pitch comes and outside. Oh my gosh! Bob Ross hmm. would be proud of that one. Paint that corner is Steerike number one, and Lofton's shaking his head and scratching it at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Like a Picasso, even just <laughs> deftly done on the edge of that corner. One ball, one strike now. Alexis Weiss, 53 pitches and counting. And the bullpen, again, has gotten roughed up here by the or from the Fishes by the hands of the Hornets here. This one is hit to left field. That is caught by Annie Frazier. Two away. Conseco will jog back to first base and set up camp again. 
Now here's Randy Johnson, Ben. One for three, hitting 250 for this postseason. A little under the weather today, but playing first base and doing a fine job as you get some lumber on this one toward first base. That is glancing off the first baseman and then back toward the first base bag. He jogs and gets out number three, so a three spot in the inning. 10-3 Hornets. We've hit double digits for consecutive games. And... My goodness gracious. 10-3 is the score. Bottom six, last wraps, last gasps for the fishes. They feel like they're out of water here to this point in the game. As Brad Bender trying to, or excuse me, Derek McCattery rather, tries to bunt and bunts it into the glove of the waiting, hard-charging Sally Dobbs. One away, two outs to go until a trip to the Backyard World Series. Can they do such a thing? The pitch to two younger, into the glove of Sally Dobbs. Two in a row, one out to go, two away. It is Alexis Weiss, the last hope for the Fishes. Sally Dobbs looking to finish it off in style. It was a bit of a strange go there in the third inning, but nothing thereafter. None in the first, second, fourth, or fifth innings. The pitch to Weiss. Swung on, and this is hit high and deep to left field. Kenny Lofton on his horse. Got him to go way back for this one. Camps under it. And he lost it in the sun. He lost it in the sun, and the runner will be safe at first. And he butterfingers the throw in towards second. This is not his day at the moment. <laughs> the runner tries to come in towards second. They throw back to first. They go to try to go back to first again. The throw to first is caught by Johnson, and they tag her out, and that's the game. Ladies and gentlemen, what a strange turn of events, but the game is over. The series is over, and the Red Hornets have swept two series in a row, the division and the championship series both, and they go on and sweep the super-duper Fishes, winning by a score of 10-3. to And Ben, if you're the Fishes, how on earth can you make such a base-running blunder to end the series and end the season? It's, what were they thinking there? It's almost unthinkable, but I'll try to put it into words. Um, I don't know if it was desperation or just experimentation. Because um, if you're down 310, there's not a lot you can do, especially with two away. But um, I don't know, maybe they were making notes for next season. Or uh, maybe if they face the Red Hornets again sometime, you never know. But um, yeah, a little bit of a snafu there, uh, to put it lightly. Um and uh, that's not to say that was the end of their their uh, interesting dance moves in the infield there. But uh, part of those dance moves did earn them three on the scoreboard, which is more than they could have said at the beginning of this game here in the first inning. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Hornets have made it all the way to the big show, Mike. And we have a headline to read, Take It Away. All right, thank you there, Ben. A 10-3 final for the, excuse me, for the Hornets over the Fishes, <clears throat> getting the two-game series sweep and going to the Backyard World Series. The sports headline reads thusly, It's showtime, says the headline. Stars are out as the World Series begins. And here is the uh, notes for it, the, the story page. This season is the result of, a good of good team playing and a great coach, said the Hornets co-captain Ronnie Dobbs. And uh, Kenny Lofton says, I'd just like to thank my mom for providing the orange slices. Got to keep that uh, got to keep that scurvy away, keep that vitamin C up, and uh, ward off any other ill-fated germs that try to come your way. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is showtime. 
Backyard World Series bound are the Red Hornets as they get consecutive series sweeps over the Toronto Blue Jays and then the Super Duper Fishes, punching their ticket to the World Series in Backyard Baseball. And who are we going to face? Let us find out. It will be, surprise of surprises, <laughs> the San Francisco Giants coming all the way back out of the wild card spot to win, and they sweep their series. So, Ben, stellar of stellars, both teams sweep both their series to get to the World Series, and the way things are going, we could see a World Series sweep by one of these teams. That's the only way it it should go, I think, <laughs> with the way things have gone for this postseason. But the San Francisco Giants downing the White Monsters in a close game 5-4 to four, and punching their ticket to the Backyard World Series. The wild card out of the NL West come all the way downing the number one seed in the National League and then downing the number two seed in the National League. And they're just, you know, <clears throat> the name is Giants but they are very much giant killers as far as getting their uh, their just desserts here, getting paid and devoured here for the postseason. So Ben, the Giants, coming all the way back from the wildcard spot to make the entire run of the tables, get to the World Series, and play us Hornets for the World Series of Backyard Baseball crown. Wow. What yeah. are your thoughts if you can even compile them into coherent sentences i i will attempt so yeah definite wild card material were the san francisco giants coming into the postseason they were nine and five and mike we could not agree between us which one of them between them and the blue melon heads which one would come out on top or the giants had swept the blue melon heads to get to their alcs spot and uh, they'll do it again uh, coming into the World Series. So apparently this has been a major slugfest for both the Hornets and the Monsters. And I am excited to see how these two teams bash it out in the game of all games, the series of all series. And uh, excited to see what's going to happen next time. But congratulations to everyone who made it here thus far. And uh, mad props especially uh, to Dobbs for sticking it out for this game, the last game, and I think the one previous she started, if I remember right. But um, definitely good stuff there, and I am super, super stoked for next time. But that's about all I can say right now. Um, I'm kind of out of words, and now I'm speechless. But I'll hand the mic back over to you if you have any more closing remarks here. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Ben. And yes, wow, what a wild ride it's been. Series sweeps across every board you can think of, from the Division Series to the Championship Series to now the World Series, as the Red Hornets and uh, San Francisco Giants have punched their respective tickets to the big show. We will have a awesome, awesome uh, pregame show for you to uh, go over the road to here, as it were, for both teams, and um, that will preface the uh, start of the first game of the Backyard World Series. Um, as far as we know, Randy Johnson will probably get the start if he's feeling up to it. Otherwise, Sally Dobbs can certainly get tagged in. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens for the news and notes for that. But just to wrap up the game that was today, the Hornets beat the uh, Super Duper Fishes <clears throat> by the score of 10-3. to And, or excuse me, was it 10-3? to It was 11-3. to Let's take a look. 
it was 10 to 3, yes indeed. And they face the San Francisco Giants winning over the Arizona Diamondbacks in sweeping fashion, a 5-4 final for that game. These two juggernauts will, well, surprise juggernaut for the one and not so surprised for the other, for the Hornets. They will go up head-to-head -head for the Backyard World Series crown, and we will have it all for you, ready to go, rocking and rolling next time um, in about two weeks' time. Um, we'll take a hiatus next week because uh, I will be uh, off and away for yet another wedding to attend. Um, but uh, I'll be back after that next or the following weekend for game number one of the Backyard World Series from the um, Super Colossal Dome. Indoor baseball, it's kind of like, kind of, kind of think like Metrodome from, from Minneapolis, St. Paul back in the day. Uh, it's that kind of an atmosphere. It's going to be loud. It's going to be raucous. It's going to be bright. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. The ball's going to be flying out of that stadium because um, it's perfectly climate controlled and the ball will just launch off the bat. Great atmosphere and an awesome, awesome place to play. But we're super excited, Ben. Thank you again for being along for the ride. I love getting to do this here with you in the booth and uh, every every week or every other week as it sometimes happens. Uh, we love doing this here for all you folks too, listening in from the Red Circle platform and all your other favorite podcasting apps as well. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support and the listens. Uh, we love to entertain you with our our own uh, wonderful, somewhat sometimes corny, but always um, entertaining and delightful uh, commentary here for a game that we both love playing for years and years and years, and we will continue to do for the time to come. But... I've been long-winded enough and bloviated here enough. Uh, we're excited for you to have to be here to have along for the ride. We'll see you all next time for game number one of the Backyard World Series: the American League champion Red Hornets against the National League champion San Francisco Giants. Thank you all. Have an awesome rest of your weekend. Get some good sleep. Have a good week next week, and we'll see you all next time. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>